0: do that one. You are running a good race, C3. Who cut in, cut in on you and keep you from obeying the truth? Who cut in on you, man? Some of you are running such a good race. Who cut in on you that allowed you to go back and, 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 and be bound again to whatever you're bound to? You know, man, you just get back in the fast lane and you go towards God. Verse eight, that kind of persuasion does not come from the one who called you. A little yeast. You know what yeast does to a loaf of bread? although it didn't work for us in the 70s when I lived with a bunch of guys we put some yeast in bread and put it in the oven and got it out and it just was the same size. We ended up kicking it around the street. It was was a great soccer ball. It was supposed to be a loaf of bread. But yeast is supposed to be actually, you know, and a little yeast, a little of this stuff in your life, it'll take over your life and it'll take over other people. Amen? So you've got to be so careful of it. This kind of persuasion doesn't come from the one who called you, Jesus. A little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. I'm confident in the Lord that you will take no other view. The one who is throwing you into confusion, say confusion, whoever that may be, will have to pay the penalty. Brothers and sisters, if I am still preaching circumcision, why am I still persecuted? In the case the offense of the cross has been abolished. As for these agitators, I wish they would go the whole way and emasculate themselves, meaning, you know, just trying to cut themselves and trying to do all this crazy stuff to appease the flesh you don't you just have to ask for forgiveness and let God watch you cleanse you you don't have to carry a big boulder up a hill like I saw a Catholic movie this guy put a big boulder on his back and walked it up and this was paying penance to God you don't have to do that guys there, Romans 8 verse 1 says there is no condemnation for those who stay in Christ amen oh man I'm on a soapbox tonight You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom, liberty, to indulge in the flesh. What's some of the parameters? I put the jazz band up there, and and these guys are very, man, the opera house, and wow, these guys were the most talented musicians, but they didn't use their talent and use their freedom and all their chords. They must know a thousand chords each, Lisa. It's, It's amazing, but they put it, they, they, they serve out of humility. They, I just saw it on them. I said, I can use this as an analogy. They serve each other. They, they, they play this. You go for it, brother. Brother, sister, you go for it. You know what I mean? It's awesome. It's, it's this freedom that we have to be the church. It's this freedom that we have to be maybe a jazz church one day. I don't know. John. <laughs> So the first one is the parameter that we have is the freedom, the freedom not to indulge in the flesh. Say not to indulge in the flesh. If one of those jazz players got in the flesh, he said, Oh, blow up, man, I'm gonna have some more air time like, hey, the little, the little, hang on, guys, What do you think you're doing? He'd be off the man in no time. To say we are free in Christ doesn't mean we're free to give expression to our sinfulness. Now, what is it? then that confines our freedom. What are the parameters of our freedom? What are the limits to our freedom? Because we go, freedom, yeah, do what you want. You know, get drunk, you know, smoke a bong. Uh, You know, go gambling and swear your head off and be perverse and, man, this is awesome. There's no condemnation in Christ. Man, I just go down to C3 Tugger and I just get, man, dry cleaning service, boom, I come out and I'm ready to go again. (laughs) Man, that's a... You know, that's dishonoring and that's, that's mockery to God of Christ and his blood shed on the cross for your sin, amen. Christian freedom is not freedom to indulge the flesh. Romans 6.1, there's 23 and we could, man, I'd love just, could we just go to a couple of the scriptures, thanks. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? Man, man, I really sinned last week. Should have seen the grace I got the next day. It was awesome, the presence of God. Just came around my life. I felt the forgiveness. Man, this is awesome stuff, you know. You can, you can really get away with a lot of stuff, you know, this Christian life. It's this powerful. I just said, Jesus, forgive me. He come rushing into my room, the light, white light. He washed me, bathed me, cleansed me. Man, you know what? How about we go clubbing tonight? You know, we could, I'll teach you how to do this tomorrow. You know he's quick to forgive. One John, one nine. Man, I read it myself. Man, we can party and we can go to we can go to heaven. We can party with our best friends. We can party down at Woody's and we can go to we can go to heaven, man. Let's go Let's go to Woody's. Let's go to Woody's and let's go Let's go to heaven too, man. This is a This is the best freedom I've ever had. Man, we need to give this stuff away. Dad's in the house. One Corinthians nine twenty-five. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown. See, this is not for wishy-washy. I see some tough guys, man. They got muscles. And at Mount Penang, we had these guys. They would do weights every day, and man, they had muscles, biceps, deltoids, triceps. Help me more. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank Phil. More uh, man. And we come in like. You know, even the skinny guys would come and just throw them around. They had no strength. They would pump in all the weights every day in juvenile justice system. I was a youth worker. You get that? Yeah. And, um, and we'd go in there and wrestle with these guys. We'd have an opportunity to wrestle sometimes. And, and we'd just throw these guys around. See, so you can look like a Christian, but you're defeated on the inside. You're just defeated. It's not about looking. It's not about religious the religious garb, the garments of religion. It's about this stuff. The Bible says that we have to be like an athlete. It says everyone who competes, 1 Corinthians 9.25, everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not, that will last. But they do it for a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone just, you know, running aimlessly I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and I make it come into submission and make it my slave so that after I've preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. I'm trying to live my best life as an athlete, as a soldier, because I don't want someone looking at my life and saying, oh, look at him, man, he fell. And uh, yeah, now he's back in ministry. Wow, this grace thing that's cheap grace. You know, that, that's, that's just not good. We need to hold the line and be like athletes. We need to be like soldiers. Another, another portion of that scripture says, like farmers constantly sowing, getting up in the morning and sowing when you don't want to sow. Sowing your seed, giving your tithe, giving your offerings, sowing praise, sowing worship, sowing unto the Lord. That's what this stuff's about. And, and you know we see these big strong I know some guys that look fantastic but they don't know how to pray. Look like great Christians but they don't know how to pray. There's no muscle in their prayer. They're not generous. There's no muscle in their generosity. There's no muscle in their righteousness. They don't understand that it's beyond this, this appearance. Mm. So It doesn't give you license to indulge in the flesh, amen? I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet I live in Christ. The second thing is, my time is gone. We have no obligation to the flesh. I have a huge obligation to Christ to live my best life. That's why I don't drink. But the Bible says there's no scripture that talks about it's not permittable to drink. As you won't find a scripture in, in the New Testament that says you're not allowed to drink. But I, I don't, I, I, I come under grace and I come under the grace that I have freedom to choose. Yeah. And, and, and in that, I will not let people stumble. I, I'm not gonna be a stumbling block to others. Oh, Pastor Phil drinks. Man, I saw him with a case on his shoulder coming out of the plaza the other day man it must be alright let's get a couple of cases because the Bible says see everything's permissible but not everything's beneficial so when I'm around people drinking for me is not beneficial to a whole bunch of people especially in Wild, and that's why I stopped drinking because we started the church in Wild. I would have done it anyhow. Do you know what I'm saying? There's things that you're permitted to do, but it's a stumbling block to others. But I'm allowed to do that. I'm allowed to do this, that. The Bible says I can. Yeah, but how's that affecting your friend? How's that affecting your friend? So two, what was two? Two is, and the second controlling factor We have been called to liberty, first of all. It does not mean that we are free to indulge the flesh. And secondly, and this is important, it it does mean that we are not free to injure others. There's this idea also that our freedom means we can do anything we want, no matter how it affects anybody. statement here, I see that in our society, our society first of all feels that it's free to indulge in its passions, have you seen that people? Are, man, that's, if it's look, if they want to do that, they can do it, even though it's hurting other people. Galatians five thirteen says, "You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love." Wow. Galatians five fourteen, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command: love your neighbor as yourself. So that's where we're free. You've been set free to love your neighbor. You've been set free to, to love each other as brothers and sisters. If you bite and devour each other, watch out. You will be destroyed by each other. So Christian freedom is not freedom to indulge the flesh, and it's not freedom to injure others. The way we treat each other, the way we speak about others, the way we accommodate people, the people that seemingly get on your goat or you, out of your circle and you treat them like that you treat them and scourge them and talk about them and bitch about them the Bible says you have no freedom to do that in fact you've been just taken bondage and you're going this way you're going this way, you're bound anyone doing that you just said it's flesh, take me I want to be critical I want to be critical and, and I want to I do what I want to do but you're bound and you're succumbing to Satan even. Three, thirdly, and the final one that Paul brings up is the Christian freedom, is the freedom to not ignore the law of God. So we talk about the commandments, we talk about the golden rule, the moral commandments of God, and we think, yeah, I'm saved, man. I can get away with this stuff. No, you can't. You can't. I could really tease that out. Nothing could be further from the truth. There's absolutely nothing to do with that just because you're not under the law doesn't mean you're not you're exempted from living living trying to honor this exemplary value that was in the law unto God amen free from the law absolutely it means to be free from trying to maintain God's standard of holiness without divine enablement without divine enablement galatians 5:14 for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command Love your neighbor as yourself. Romans 13, eight. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. So you can actually fulfill the law by, Jesus has fulfilled it, but you can honor it by loving each other. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. So if you value these and honor these, you shall not covet. Whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command love your neighbor as yourself. There's freedom to do that if you love your neighbor. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Leviticus 19 verse 18 says, do not speak revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. And this is what I love, and this is how our life should be. Galatians 5:16. sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. When it says and the like, it means anything that even looks like that. Amen? I warn you, as I did before, Paul says, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So all this great stuff when Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, meaning my grace is there, my mercy is there, my presence is there, my love is there, all that good stuff you get in the presence of God, like a giant big Christmas tree with with everything packed, ready to be unpacked, I mean gifts ready to be unpacked, it's standing when you wake up in the morning, oh my God, another Christmas tree, it's Christmas all over again. Mercy, grace, God's love, it's all there. His presence, His presence. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. No law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh. Say crucify the flesh. I'm nearly done. Say crucify the flesh. Crucify that flesh. What's the flesh that's your, that's your appetite for all the ugly stuff? Oh, I want to, flesh. Bow your knee to Christ. My spirit rules and reigns. I'm an athlete in Jesus, I'm a soldier of the Lord in Jesus, I'm a farmer who's sowing well. And, and so in my whole life into Christ, I stand victorious. We are strong. And if I was to rip, you'd see a lot of fat there. But still, I'd show that to the Satan. I'd say, I'm strong in Christ. It's no longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God, who purchased my life with His blood and loves me dearly, immensely. That's why I serve Christ. He hung on a cross. So a slave, I was a slave in all of the 70s. I might have have looked good with long hair and been smiling at times. But I was actually being dragged to hell. I was bound by my sin nature. My sin nature had rulership over my life. I got saved, and my sin nature was crucified with Christ. I no longer live, it, but Christ lives in me, and the life I live, I live by faith in the Son of the living God. And His grace is like, I don't know if you've been to Edinburgh Falls up at Taree, but it's cascading down. His love is cascading Cascade never stops. I get up in the night. I get up in the morning. I get up during the day and it's cascading this great waterfall of His love under my life, my family, my wife, my church and I say God, it is no longer I that liveth. That flesh nature, it's done away with. I've crucified it because I want to be a sweet smelling fragrance to a lost and dying world. When I stand before people, I want them to see Jesus. And I want to see the freedom that I have to live for Him, to praise Him, to worship Him, to give to Him, to love Him all the days of my life. That's why I live wholeheartedly, passionately, 24-7 for Jesus, Alex. See, on the inside of me, I'm a bit of a radical. I'm radically saved for Jesus and everything and I beat my body into submission and I've had to over the years I know body you want to do that I know you want to eat pizzas and chocolate and flavoured milk and sit around and watch DVDs and not move and not be interested in people but the Bible says our freedom's given us a freedom to love people A freedom to love each other as brothers and sisters, which is an amazing thing for an introvert. The Bible says you can do this in the freedom that I've given you. That freedom is not to indulge the flesh, by the way, but to live passionately, wholeheartedly in the light and the glory of God. I'm nearly done. I'm nailing this tonight, man. I'm not letting go of this. Put up our youth group again. We were known as the radical, holy bunch and they're in ministry today the Andrew Flaxmans the, I'll put you in heaven, I know you were doing the same up at Ballina living your life unto Christ crucifying the flesh no, no, no longer I that liveth but Christ that lives in me but you know what I'm not going to strong arm people into being righteous I'm not going to preach fire and brimstone I'm not going to do that because it's by grace I'd love to have the perfect church I'd love to have the perfect youth group I could tell all my friends our youth group they're beautiful and perfect no, our youth group struggles like everyone else we all struggle I struggle, you struggle don't you? we've all fallen short of the glory of God I crucify my flesh daily let's all stand God bless you Father in heaven right now we thank you Father in heaven for these men and women that are that are drawing a line in the sand even right now Father tonight Galatians 1 4 says who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age according to the will of God our Father May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. It's all about you, Jesus. So all about the price that you paid for my life, for my sin. I submit my life. We submit our church to you. Well, let's just pray for a moment here. Father in heaven, we submit our life again to you. Forgive me, Lord God, if I've grieved your Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit's tried to warn me, tried to help me and empower me to live my best life, and I've ignored you. Holy Spirit, forgive me. Would you be my best friend? Would you be my advocate, my comforter, my counselor? Holy Spirit, come. Draw close to me right now. Lead me 24-7. I ask for angels around my life, preserving my life, blessing my life. Lord, I want to live the best life I can in the days in which you numbered for me to live on this planet. Empower me now with your Holy Spirit to make good choices. Empower me right now to live my best life. Not by religion. Not by manipulation. But by the grace of the living God. Amen. Amen. Let this church be a grace-filled church. Right now, right now, right now, Lord God, right now. I submit my life right now, Lord. I submit my soul, my life, my... See, bring your soul under subjection. Bring your flesh under subjection to Christ and His blood. Wash me, cleanse me. See, the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, There is no condemnation. If you feel condemned right now, that's not God. He's not condemning you. But the Holy Spirit says, the Bible says, the Holy Spirit has come to convict you. If you're convicted right now, that's good. He's convicting you of righteousness and judgment, He's convicting you of sin. The Bible says that. The Holy Spirit's job is to convict you of sin, of righteousness and judgment. There's coming a judgment. It's appointed under man to die once. Once only. And then the judgment. The Holy Spirit's trying to warn you about that. The Holy Spirit's trying to warn you about sin. The wages of sin is death. The gift of grace. The gift is salvation. I receive salvation right now. Let's put our hands up right now. If you're in the house, eyes closed. If you're in the house, you need this short prayer to say, Jesus is your Lord. Maybe you've stumbled into the church somehow. I don't know how. I don't know how it happened, but you're here right now. You want to say, Jesus, I'm in. I want you to forgive me. I want you to set me free. I want to live in the totality of my freedom to live, to, to, to love you, to love others, to love myself, to love my brothers and sisters, to love my church and serve with my church. I want to be in the greatest jazz, spirit-filled church. I want to be able to add my expression and and. The Bible says, submit to each other out of reverence for Christ. It says in Ephesians chapter 8, chapter 5, I should say, verse 18. Submit to each other out of reverence for Christ. Don't do that stuff if it's hurting your friend. Don't say that stuff if it's hurting your friend. God didn't give you freedom to do that. That's, 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 That's your flesh taking you captive again. You're set free. It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. You've been set free to get into the Word of God, read the Word of God. Just find yourself all over again through the Word of God. Yes, you're not under the law. Oh, I don't have to know the Ten Commandments. I don't have to jump through all those hoops, Pastor Phil. No, you don't. But you've got to love God. And the, the key way to love God is to know His Word. Find Him through the Word of God. So, Lord, right now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, energize this church to love God, love others, love your neighbor as you would love yourself. Father, forgive me for every single thing that that causes you, Lord God, to, to be grieved. I want to live my best life, Holy Spirit. I cannot do it by myself. I cannot do it. I cannot live this life without the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me. Lead me, guide me. Empower me right now. Lift up your hands, just for the last moment. Empower me right now, Holy Spirit. I can see vices besetting sins, things that have been hanging off your life and always dragging you back to that place of darkness and being bound. I lucid. In Jesus' name. Whoever the Son sets free is free indeed. Right now, you are being set free. You've been set free from those vile images. You've been set free from those vile images. You've been set free from that besetting sin, those iniquities that were passed down even through the generations. You've been set free right now. It is for freedom that you've been set free. I declare in the name of Jesus that you are being set free right now, no longer to go back to that place, that vomit no longer to go back to that place where the enemy has you bound you are set free in your mind in your soul, in your spirit in your body, in your health, in your finances in your relationship with God, with others you are set free right now to serve God, love God know God, C3 tugra this is a house of freedom we are a house of freedom there it is there it is chains are breaking chains are breaking right now chains are breaking what people said over you chains are breaking of people pleasing chains are breaking peer pressure chains are breaking off you just because your friend does that doesn't mean you have to do it just because they go that direction doesn't mean you have to go that direction yes god loves you he covers you massively with grace he loves you, He loves you, He loves you. Like Luke Luke said this morning, He loves you, He loves you. He loves you, He loves you, He loves you, He loves you. He loves you, He loves you, He loves you. If you need salvation right now, just lift up your hands straight, straight up in the air. If this is a prayer for you, if this is a prayer, I just want to make sure everyone's saved tonight. Now I'm going to just pray for you quickly. Lord God baptize every single person in the power of the Holy Spirit to live their best life this week this week this week anyone becoming a Christian tonight anyone lifting their hands to Jesus, if that's your friend next to you, just let them know what's happening man power of God's in this house, I reckon God was on that message God was in that message power- so hang on Why do you want to tell your friend about the freedom of Jesus? You want to tell them that they are free from the bondage of their sin. They're free from the wages of sin. And they're free to live their best life. That's why you want to give Jesus away. Amen? Friend, I know you're doing well. I know man, you got a bunch of money. I know you got a great smile, but let me tell you, you can be set free. Lord, help me give this away. Help me give it away. Help me give it away. In the name of Jesus right now, Lord, I receive, I receive that free gift of freedom and I want to give it away in the days in which I live. I want to give it away through the gospel, the gospel of liberty, the gospel of freedom, the gospel of liberty. Set free to love others. I can't love that person. Yes, you can. You are set free to love them. I've never liked that type of person in my life, Pastor Phil. Yes, you can in Jesus. You can love them. I've never, even since I was at school, I've never loved a person like that. Well, I'm telling you, can. There's freedom to love that person. You can love anyone that comes your way. Amen. Ladies, you can even like men again. That's huge for some ladies.